0: Good morning, it is 3 a.m. on May the 28th, and you will not believe this, but this is the fifth attempt at having some free time to make this podcast. It's been insane here. This is The Unknown Podcast. Alright, let uh, see where I want to start today. I guess what everybody's mind is on is the shooting and murder of 19 innocent children and three adults. I say three because the father died of a heart attack brought on, I believe, by the loss of his wife. Uh, you know, I'm a gun advocate, I have several firearms. I have a a Amoralite 15 here I don't have a whole lot of rounds because I can't find any that's a whole nother problem for, for, for me but just just this man kid never should have had any firearms (coughs) his grandfather was a convicted felon (coughs) I think it is time to do Mm-hmm. Seven day waiting period <laughs> with background checks. I mean, now seven days. It's not a long time. If you want a, mm-hmm, if you want, if you want a firearm, you should be allowed to get it. So, providing you pass the background check and wait seven days. That's what I think. As I said earlier, (laughs) his his grandfather was a convicted felon. He never should have been sold a firearm with that address as his home. Maybe he used (laughs) his mom's address. I don't know that. But maybe that's what happened. I have to do some more research into that. Even more... reason why he never should have had a firearm. He has a juvenile record. Governor Abbott was rightfully mad because he was provided the wrong information. Um, Salvador Ramos has a juvenile record for, guess what, threatening to shoot up a school. He never should have been allowed to purchase any firearms. We need to stop protecting juvenile offenders by hiding their juvenile records. That's the first thing we need to do. Because I know I know you, I know what you do as a juvenile, cannot, should not be used in a adult case should you become a repeat offender, but the information should be there for people to see, especially when you are requesting a firearm purchase. Now, there's been some upheaval, some consternation about how he purchased uh, these weapons. He did it through a mail-order company. He went online. He paid his money uh, online. <laughs> the dealer, or the store, the online store, sent it to a physical Address where he picked it up. I don't know if the physical address had a fee built built into it for them to provide that service for him. That's their business, but we need. Uh, a seven-day waiting period after you pass the background check. And and I said earlier, you should never have had access to any kind of weapon based on his juvenile history. Now, there's been even more speculation. And it has been alleged and it's been confirmed that the police department were hesitant to breach the building. This whole thing was a clusterfuck. It was a clusterfuck of events. If you don't have heavy armament to go in to an active shooter situation, are you going to do it? I don't think I would do it. I'm, I hope I'm never faced, ever faced with that kind of a decision. Because actually, I don't know what I would do. If it was my kid in there, I'd go in. Head first. <laughs> Guns blazing. <laughs> if it was somebody else, mm, I don't know. I really don't know. I think I would go in. I think I would go in. Yeah. I would go in. But you cannot. I know the parents want to blame them. I know they they do. That's a natural reaction. A hundred... A hundred times that's a natural reaction. Um, it's just a hard situation. All the way around. And it never should have happened. Uh. I, right. Uh. Yeah. Uh. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to go talk about anything anymore after that. That was kind of heavy. And I don't like to cover heavy stuff like this. But I felt I had to. Alright. I'll see you later. Thanks. Thanks for listening and thanks for watching.